name is Gabriella Brand. This piece is entitled Biwa. Some things you never forget. Your first Biwa, for example. Where you were, who you were with, what it tasted like. In my case, many years ago, I discovered the joys of eating Biwas at an elegant dinner in an apartment outside of Tokyo, Japan. I was at the home of Friends of Friends, where the gracious Japanese hostess had placed exquisite small plates on the table before us. Tender radishes, no bigger than rosebuds, grilled strips of eel, glazed like fine pottery. The host kept filling our cups with rice wine, limited edition rice wine, I later learned, although that distinction was totally lost on me. Actually, a lot was lost on me. The rapid Japanese, sometimes with the formal endings I hadn't yet studied, that rapid Japanese flew around my head like a parakeet I couldn't catch. There was much toasting. The alcohol began to weigh on my head and on my eyelids. As the evening went on, I participated less and less in the conversation. But fortunately, I was alert enough to take dessert. That's when the biwa appeared. I remember it was served on a small, green porcelain plate with a small spoon cradling the edge. The biwa itself was brightly colored, as sunny as a Valencia orange, but not in the citrus family. It appeared to be a stone fruit, split in half, giving the appearance of two golden moons. Each side was hollowed out like a crater. These are the first biwa of the season, said my host. They should be perfectly ripe. I smiled and nodded, but I had no idea what to expect. I took a bite, a delicate bite, because after all, I was a foreigner in a foreign land, and the atmosphere was, well, a bit fancy. I took another bite, and another. I couldn't get enough of the glistening orange flesh. It was as if an apricot had married a peach whose forefathers had some hidden mango DNA. I finished one half of the biwa, and then the other. The sweetness swam around my tongue. There was a tingly undertone and a soft, pulpy consistency that was irresistible. Where had this extraordinary fruit been all my life? How do you say biwa in English? I asked my friend. She didn't know. Loquat, said the host quickly, as if he had heard this question many times before from hapless English-speaking visitors. He then proceeded to tell me a brief history of loquats in China and how they were brought to Japan a thousand years before. Would you like another? asked his wife with a smile. This time I ate slowly, admiring the velvety suntan skin, letting the juice rivel it down my throat. I rolled my eyes upward with pleasure, unaware of the fact that no one else was indulging in seconds and ultimately thirds. Afterwards, as I sat in the taxi with my friend, there was a strange silence. Finally, she quietly informed me that the three Japanese loquats I had devoured were highly prized. They were not just the first of the season, but a variety that had been coddled and protected until they matured, then wrapped in special tissue paper and sold in pristine white boxes at premium prices, just like a bottle of Chateau Pape Clément. My friend was kind enough not to call me a greedy pig, a boor, or an international embarrassment. I expressed remorse and hung my head a little bit. But heck, I was smitten. My first loquat had come into my life. 
I was heady with its fragrance. I licked my lips unseen in the dark of the taxi, the way one remembers the flavor of a lover after he slips out of bed. Since that never-to-be-forgotten evening long ago, I've had the pleasure of meeting up with all sorts of loquats, garden-variety ones, plebeian ones, run-of-the-mill ones, if you will, but all were delicious. Loquats don't travel well, so it's rare to find a good one, a really good one, in the United States or outside the regions where they grow easily. But I found some great ones in Spain and Italy and Mexico. I've eaten a couple of tender ones in China and once a scruffy but yummy one that I came across in an outdoor market in India. I've whispered their names in a half dozen languages. I've enjoyed them in jam and in compotes. Sometimes I dream of them, or at least I dream of traveling again, far away, somewhere in this world where a loquat is waiting for me. In this time of COVID and confinement, I find it comforting to pull up sweet memories and taste them all over again.